0: like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your your podcast there, and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans.
1: Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your July 26th Your Tuesday evening cattle industry headlines brought to you by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. Colt Tritt, he is the owner and operator of 4T Ag. He is a one-man show. He himself ranches, so he understands all the risks that go along with the livestock industry. 4T Ag, they offer LRPs on both fed and feeder cattle. They offer PRF insurance and just about any other insurance option that you're interested in. To learn more about 4T Ag, head on over to their website, 4tag.net. That is the number four tagi.net. We are also sponsored by Circle 5 Cow School. If you're wanting to learn how to pre-check your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is definitely the way to go. They offer classes almost every week between Texas and Tennessee. They do a phenomenal job. To check out their schedule, head on over to their website, circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there. Or you can go ahead and just give them a follow on Facebook. Drovers has reported three of the largest U.S. poultry processors, Cargill, Sanderson Farms, and Wayne Farms, have agreed to settle claims by the Justice Department over their alleged longstanding effort to share information about workers in order to drive down compensation. The three meat giants have agreed to pay more than $84 million in restitution to workers harmed by the information, by the information sharing to resolve the civil antitrust lawsuit, according to proposed consent decrees uh, that were made public on Monday. Under the settlement claims, Cargill will pay $15 million, Sanderson, they're going to pay $38.3 million, and Wayne, they will pay $31.5 million. Wayne Farms commented on the settlement, saying they are glad to resolve the matter, and the agreement shows the company's commitment to their workers and farmers. Um, But I'd have to say, if they were actually committed to their workers and farmers, they probably would not be tied up in this lawsuit. Cargill was classy as ever and, and denied any wrongdoing, but settled with the Justice Department to avoid litigation and distractions. It was also reported that the Justice Department reached a settlement with Cargill and Continental Grain, which closed a deal on Friday to buy Sanderson Farms, the third largest chicken producer. Under this agreement, the companies will not be allowed to lower the base pay of chicken growers, but will be allowed to offer incentives. Furthermore, the agreement prohibits retaliation for growers who raise antitrust concerns with the government. It is always great to see these uh, these big meat processors actually be held accountable for their actions. However, I don't don't believe without uh, significant fines, I don't think think it makes much of a difference. These fines are basically just a slap on the wrist compared to uh, what these companies are making at the end of the day. This update is also sponsored by AgRisk advisors they manage your they manage your risk so you can manage your operation they are the experts in educating evaluating and executing risk management programs for each individual operation while also offering top-notch customer service now is the time to be thinking about enrolling in the pasture range land forest program for the 2023 crop year if you'd like to learn more about this Go ahead and reach out to Alex and Naya to learn how to set up a tracking policy so you can understand how the program works firsthand. Ag risk advisors risks averted, legacies preserved. Drovers has also reported American Foods Group, LLC, announced earlier this week it has secured final backing and will break ground next month on its new state-of-the-art beef plant in Warren County, Missouri. The proposed 500,000-square-foot slaughterhouse will cost $450 million and will have a daily harvest capacity of 2,400 head. The plant will employ 1,300 workers with a payroll of more than $80 million annually, generating $1 billion in economic impact. Just the News has reported, as we've discussed in recent weeks, the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve stockpiles have fallen to their lowest levels since 1985. But that did not stop every congressional Democrat last week from voting to continue to send oil from the Reserve to China. During Biden's first month in office, the U.S. had about 638 million barrels in the Reserve By March of this year, so that would have been one month into Russia invading Ukraine, reserves had fallen to 565 million barrels, and as it stands today, reserves have fallen to 480 million barrels, according to data from the U.S. Energy Information Administration. So in response to the to the dwindling strategic petroleum reserve, Representative David Valado, he is a Republican from California, offered a motion last week in the House to immediately consider legislation that would prohibit the sale of oil drawn from the strategic petroleum reserve to entities under under the control of the Chinese Communist Party or for export to China. Sounds like a great idea. Why would anyone be against this? But as I just said, every House Democrat voted against this motion. So here in America, while we continue to see fuel prices sky high and there is definitely an oil supply shortage, you could say, Democrats, they're fine with just continuing to uh, ship our oil out of the reserve to China. Keep in mind, China—they don't give a damn about America. More than anything, they would like to see us fail. So let's let's just continue to ship them oil. Great plan. Finally, in case you missed uh, in case you missed Shaylee Stewart's update yesterday, she dropped some pretty significant numbers regarding the beef cow herd inventory report that was released this past Friday. So as we did discuss earlier this week, our current beef cow herd sits at 30,350,000 head. Not only is that the lowest beef cow herd we've seen in eight years, it is also the lowest on record since the report started back in 1972. The report also showed replacement heifers are currently at 4.15 million head, the lowest figure that we've seen since 2014, and it's also uh, the second lowest beef heifer replacement figure the report has produced since its debut in 1972. Pretty significant numbers to be aware of. That is all I have for you guys this morning. I hope everyone's week is rolling right along. I will see you tomorrow.